0: Everybody, welcome to Inside the Genie's Lamp podcast. If you are someone who has been on a constant roller coaster of losing weight, gaining it back and the amount of frustration that comes with finding reliable health advice, this is the podcast for you. We are health and mindset specialists that want to coach you so fucking well that we not only help you achieve the physical results you're after, but help improve your relationship with your food, your body and yourself from a mental and emotional standpoint so that we can become completely redundant to you. Yes, you heard that right. We coach our clients to make us redundant. Thank you so much for listening in. Your support means the absolute world to us. Without further delay, let's jump into your episode of Inside the Genie's Lamp. Hey everybody, welcome back to Inside the Genie's Lamp. We're doing more collaborations this time around. You know how it is. It's your boy, T-Money. It's actually just Travis. It's Travis. Uh, But we also have Laura in the studio. Woo. Hello. (laughs) Yeah. Hello. Super loud, super enthusiastic with that one. Hello. <laughs> uh Today, you've already seen the title, you know what it is, how to manage emotions when you're not seeing the expected weight loss results.
1: Okay. So the reason I wanted to talk about this is because like we've mentioned before, both of us, we've had clients who have seen weight loss results and predominantly that's, Uh, the people who we're working with are people who want to see those changes. Although we see those results in some, some clients, they don't see any weight loss results. And they feel very disheartened. They feel like they just want to throw in the towel, or they want to go into a massive deficit and start their cycle of yo-yo dieting again, in order to see some quick, fast fixes in order to get their little dopamine hit. But I feel like it's important to talk about not giving up and sticking with the program and the gradual lifestyle changes that we like to introduce and not go from zero to 200 rather than just do it at our pace. And there is a reason for us doing that. Um, So something that is great that we do within the program is – during our first coaching call or first kind of consultation before our client signs up is we take notes on their current situation, how they're feeling, um, in terms of like their mood, their energy levels, um, how they're feeling about themselves, what their goals are, what they want to be able to achieve, how they want to feel mentally and and how, what their physical goals are as well. Now, based on that, We also, when they sign up, they have weekly check-ins with us as well as mindset calls. So within those email check-ins, we will see what their moods are, what their energy levels are, how productive they are, um, how motivated they're feeling, their digestion, all of these things. And throughout those steps, from week to week, we can actually see what's changing, what the patterns are based on the little gradual steps that we're taking towards uh, becoming a healthier version of themselves so we can then look at that process with my client like for instance if I have a client who's not necessarily seeing the number on the scales change I'll say something along the lines of okay let's look back and see how you were feeling at the start of our program and let's look at where we are now in terms of how we're feeling. And we're not just focusing on the scale weight. We can also do that through measurements and whether their clothes are fitting them properly, whether they're feeling better within their skin, uh, skin complexion, all of these things. So you can take pictures beforehand. Um, Quite often you can see physical changes but not actually see the number change on the scale, which is why we don't like to focus on that too much. Um, But I quite often have to remind my clients, oh, remember when you were starting off and you wanted to come off your anti-anxiety medication and now you're you're here, not on your medication anymore, feeling great, being able to go to the gym three, four, five times a week, being more productive, going dating again, all of these things. And they're like, oh yeah, I didn't think about that. And all (laughs) they focused on was the scale weight um so yeah this is why i want to bring this up because i know that there'll probably be people there who out there who are listening who may have tried a more gradual approach rather than doing a yo-yo diet and then want just felt like they wanted to give up because they're not seeing results fast enough yeah maybe they're just focusing on the wrong things
0: yeah cool so what are Do I want to ask? Yeah, what are the what are the wrong things? What are the right things? Run us down. Run us down that list and avenue.
1: Well, um, the wrong (laughs) wrong, things. I I know. (laughs) I know. I shouldn't have said wrong because I don't really mean wrong. Because looking at the holistic perspective is really important. So you're not. You want to look at the scale weight to a certain degree, but uh, I quite often like people to track their weight to show them how much it can fluctuate without there being fat loss involved. Because Mm. as a woman, especially like we have monthly cycles, um, it can be dependent on digestion, how much sleep you've had, all of these things can be factors in, in your weight. So actually seeing a track of like it going slightly up then down and up and down and up and down is actually sometimes soothing for people to see because they're like oh okay so if it goes up it doesn't actually mean that I've gained fat it might just mean that you know Mm. I've just feel a little bit more inflamed that day I'm holding a bit more fluid retention I haven't gone to the toilet yet all of these things now Mm. I don't mean that and like I said like we track the weight for a number of reasons it is a good tool to see results but you also want to look at the other aspects. So in terms of check-ins, something that I would recommend for people, anyone listening who is about to start on their weight loss journey, or they're about to start a new chapter on, on their weight loss journey, take some notes of your current state, like how you're feeling right now. I'm talking mood, energy, digestion, productivity, motivation, sleep, quantity, and quality, your skin complexion, um joint muscle or inner pains of any sort, like if you suffer from a lot of joint pains when you're moving or just like internal stomach pains and bloating your period schedule as well take note of those things and then give yourself a weekly check-in so that's something that we do with our clients we have those weekly check-ins but if you're doing it by yourself why don't you just start journaling the experience on top of the weight uh, and recording the weight and your measurements in order to see any patterns forming and any progressions in other areas. So mm. when I said wrong, the wrong things, <laughs> I didn't mean that. That was just me mincing my words.
0: <laughs> I was like, damn, I've got to. She said wrong. <laughs> never say never. Just said never. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So it's having, it's having different success metrics and having different ways to measure how well are you doing in this journey so far anything that's not weight loss really
1: yeah yeah because you can i think it's important to keep a track of physical appearance like sometimes people can say like oh it's not about what you look like but it kind of is like it's nice to know that you're seeing results and you're looking better or well better than what you thought you were looking before um because you know nine times out of ten that is part of if not the main goal
0: Hmm.
1: which then in turn you know you feel better in your skin as well um so that's why we do weight but we do measurements we do photos um and i like to for people to take note of their skin complexion and things like that so that on top of everything else that's going on. Also like medications, like I mentioned, I have a client who's not on her um, anxiety medication anymore. So any medications that you're having to rely on, um, things like that can be really cool to just keep a track of.
0: Yeah. 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 It's the, um, I like that you mentioned the physical appearance because that is the only reason I got into the gym was because I was a chubby little nerd I still am, but I was a chubby little nerd and I was like, well, I'm never going to get any girls. I'm never going to do this. This is me at 17. And I was like, I wanted to play Gridiron and I did. And as I started playing Gridiron, I was like, oh, cool. I'm in essentially, this is going to sound super weird for people who don't know what Gridiron is, but I was a tight end, which essentially means I'm I'm supposed to be one of those run everywhere agility type of people that just runs and catches a ball and does all this insane stuff. But I don't have the body type for that to happen. I'm bigger and chunkier, so I'm going to be able to catch but not run as fast, but I also need to hit people to protect the quarterback on the offensive side. So I was like, cool, that felt awesome because I have a title and you know, I'm a linebacker, I'm a safety, I'm all of these things. Then I realized that as soon as like all the pads and all of the like armor comes off, I was like, Oh, that's not good. That's, that's quite upsetting. So then I started going to the gym with one of my best mates at the time. Only reason I started was because I was like, I need to feel sexy. I need to feel attractive. I need to do these things. And the pain in the ass thing about him was he had the metabolism of a fucking war horse. So it, it was, it was chalk and cheese. And I was like, God damn it. This is bad. Side note, also one of the reasons why I specialized in core strength when I was super young was because when I was super young, when I was first in the industry, was because I was like, I'm only good at core. He can beat me at everything else. I'm only good at core. So I'm just going to do that. That's going to be my thing. (laughs) And I got bored with that really quickly. Um, But yeah, the biggest shift for me of, because obviously you go to the gym, you can pump up your biceps as much as you want. But then as soon as you pump up your biceps and you're like, yep, fantastic, cool, I can see that for like two days and the pump is gone and it's like, oh, my God, I've lost all my results. I have to go back to the gym. That was the thing that initially got me in seeing the pump and then being able to be like, okay, cool, now I need to lose weight and I need to start being strong and doing all these things for Gridiron. That was the initial intention to be like, I would like to also be better at Gridiron, but at the same time. He's the one with all the chicks and I'm not. How do I do that? He's significantly more attractive than me. Maybe I need to work out so that I can look more like him. And it's, I don't know how else to say it. For those of you not in Australia, it's a—it's an old head, essentially just someone that is really old or someone that is like a veteran in the industry. There was a dude at the gym. We called him old head. Everyone called him old head. And he was, I'm going to say like, 40 ish 50 which is when you're like 17 18 it's like my god dude you're ancient but this is I'm really like, depressing me like, yeah like now I'm around the corner from that so uh <laughs> so wow. definitely not now but at the time it was like wow he's as old as he is i'm gonna say he's as old as he is but he still looks better than me like he's in terrific shape so then obviously people just started asking questions and all of that and then eventually it just came out to be like How do you still do this at your age? Because I come into the gym and I'm sore from gridiron and basketball and all these different things. Obviously, the amount of insane cardio and training I was doing at the time was definitely contributing to weight loss. But at the same time, how do you look the way that you look? I wanted to look like two Dorito chips, like stacked on top of each other. That's the wrong way. I wanted to look like that. (laughs) I wanted to look like two Vs just sort of like put on top of each other. That's what I wanted. That's all the bodybuilder people ever want. And he roughly looks like that. And then he said to me, he was like, well, you're not going to see results today or tomorrow or next week, but you're going to see him in a year. I was like, what do you mean? I want to see results now. And he was like, no, you're going to see him in like a year. He goes, I look like the way that I look He goes, I look the way that I look because I've been doing this for longer than you've been alive. I was like, Oh, that's depressing (laughs) i was like so what i have got to do this forever and he's like you don't have to but you know if you want to keep doing this it's gonna you know you'll see your results in a year so keep doing it you're going to get stronger you're going to see these little things here and here but you're not going to be you're not going to see that like physical attractive difference or whatever it is the physical appearance difference until like a year down the road and then That was something that I just pushed out of my mind and I was like, yep, cool, whatever, old head, and just kept doing my thing and whatever. And then I think it was like 18 months later, I caught up with my mate um, at the gym and I was actually deadlifting something. My form was horrendous back then, but I was deadlifting something and I was lifting a lot of weight and that's all that mattered. Saw myself in the mirror and I was like, oh, shit. Like I was actually, I looked pretty good there. And then I went off and did chest fly. My workouts were all over the place back then. It was just what are the appearance muscles that I can work? And then I was doing chest fly and I saw myself in the mirror, like 10 meters down the aisle. And I was like, not bad, (laughs) not bad, Travis. (laughs) And I was like, have I done it? I think I've done it. I made it
1: success. Don't have to gym anymore. We've done it.
0: (laughs) And then, yeah, that was just one of the things I was like, oh, cool. Now I do that. But it was Mm -hmm. just one of those weird things where I was like, I started at the gym because I wanted to be physically, aesthetically more pleasing and that was all I wanted to do and then it became oh I'm actually feeling better so I should probably keep this going and then when I didn't go it was like I feel like shit I should probably go back and it
1: did
0: such a 180 of like I want this for physical reasons and then I stopped it and I was like oh shit now I need this for mental reasons
1: (laughs) that's exactly what I was gonna say so I started in the industry I started weightlifting for uh, for the way that I looked like I started training and started seeing results and you know I I first started weight training and then the year after I did bodybuilding competition so like I wanted to achieve like a certain look and I feel like it's a normal sort of process to initially start on like I guess quote unquote surface level start on like a weight loss journey or a muscle building journey, trying to look good. And I think that's really important. Like it's within our nature to want to look good, Mm -hmm. right? It makes us feel good when we feel like we look good. Um, But for me, again, it did a 180. Like what I started noticing was when I only trained, focused on what I looked like, I would do things like only training my shoulders and my butt, my my glutes and like just, doing movements (laughs) it's (laughs) all all about the glute strap (laughs)
0: exactly I'm all glutes I want a glute pump 24 7
1: (laughs) (laughs) um yeah well that's what I wanted to do um so you know I would do that for like a couple of years straight and then I realized that oh I was neglecting some other things and then I started hurting and then I started getting imbalances and then you start incorporating other things that make you feel good And then when, for instance, you have a break, you're like, oh, I don't like having a break from this. That makes me feel good. I want to keep doing it. Mm. And so what is it? 10, 12 years later, here I am still doing it, but I'm doing it for completely different reasons. I'm doing it to feel good and to heal myself and to for my own mental health, which is a Mm. really big one for people. But when you first start out, it you'll probably find that your goal of the weight loss will eventually transition into something completely different and that might be for instance if we're working together for like 6 to 12 months together or it might be after that like i've had it with clients where they start with a weight loss goal i've got one client graduating who um when was it it must have been week like 15 or something where she was like okay So I've lost some weight and now I don't really care about that. So can we Mm. just get strong? And I was (laughs) like, yeah, (laughs) let's do it. (laughs) Um, And, you know, she's come off her um, anxiety medication. She's... Cooking for herself now, which she never she hated cooking before. And now she's start somewhat starting to enjoy it, but she's cooking regularly. She's um yep. not relying on alcohol to make her feel good, all these things. And I'm like, wow, like look at this transformation. Okay, you receive you you got weight loss results, but at the same time, like, look at all these other things. I actually did a reel on this very recently and I showed it to her and I said, Oh, look what where you started and where you are now. And she's like, ah. Oh, when you put it like that, I've changed quite <laughs> a lot, haven't I? And I was just like, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Is <that> yes. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's been like, uh, it's crazy when you look at it like that. It's like I've another client whose periods have gone from so erratic and irregular to now consistently being like close to 30 days every cycle. And, um, she didn't realize how much of a win it was until she told me. And I was like, stop, like, that's (laughs) insane. And she's like, oh... Is that a big deal? I'm like, yeah, that's a big deal. That's your body, like that's your report card, your monthly report card, and it's that's giving you like
0: <laughs>
1: that's giving you an A plus right now. Like you're doing so fucking good. <laughs> She's like, oh, okay, I get it.
0: <laughs> That'd be the shittest report card ever. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me a paper I... one that says all A's, or in my case, C minuses. I'm happy with that. <laughs>
1: yeah, if you get. Period, like horrendous period pains. Your report cards, like double F. You're like, oh
0: fuck. Yeah, <laughs> dad. What am I going to tell my dad? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if I don't give it to him, it'll be fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's just like it's 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 funny because when we work with clients and they get results which are not actually weight loss based and not like scale based, mm. it's it's so, it's so great. Like, that's what wakes me up to do what I do, because they feel so much better. And then they're like, Oh, I don't really want to go back to, to where I was. Whereas when they've yo-yo dieted in the past, and they've seen weight loss results, but haven't felt any better. They will bounce back, what usually happens, they bounce back, and then they're at square one again, but they don't, like after they've done their six week challenge, or whatever it is, they don't feel great they just potentially just look better but that's about it and then they're lost and then they don't know what to do
0: yeah it's it's definitely taking a turn from like look good feel good that is definitely the the case but it's definitely that used to be the only thing that you would hear in the industry like if you look good you feel good so then people would just obviously that was getting fucking hammered into marketing but Now it's slowly starting to go from like 100% of just look good, feel good. Now that's dropping down to like 80%, 60%, 40%. And now the majority is starting to take over of like, no, if you feel good, you feel good. And if you feel good, you're probably going to look good because you're doing all the stuff that makes you feel good. So just focus on feeling good first. And now everyone's like, what do you mean though? So, <laughs> I feel like I'm yeah. going to get shirts made up, like singlets or hoodies or something, where on the back, it's just a little golden quote that just says, Well, when you put it like that, because <laughs> I feel like that's the biggest sentence that everyone says to us like, Oh my God, yeah. week is ruined, I've done this. And then you send back the little thing to be like, Hey, but also, what about this? Well, yeah, obviously, when you put it like that. <laughs> well,
1: the thing is, it's very hard to market feeling better because no one knows what that looks like like if you don't know what feeling better feels like you're like well it doesn't really seem achievable I can't really relate to this but looking a certain way resonates more so that's why I Mm. believe like a lot of the industry they push that because that's the initial kind of intake of quote-unquote beginners or people who want to see results like they want to change themselves so they're like okay that's a good hook because that's what's going to get people in and it it works um yeah i mean it's trying to turn that
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) trying
1: to turn that narrative around like we say we're weight loss coaches but oh my god there's so much more to it so much more Mm. to it
0: yeah yeah it's way too much it's um well not too much. We've managed to put it into a nice, le- neat little six-month package for people. But <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it it goes a lot more beyond the scales. It goes beyond the scales a lot more. Whichever one's grammatically correct. But yeah, One it's the, the initial thing. Get you. Of... Yeah, <laughs> good. Someone does. <laughs> yeah, it's going beyond the scales. Initially, that's going to be the thing that gets you motivated. But the exact same reason for why we do step-by-step, it's not, okay, cool, here's where you are and this is what your program is going to look like in week 24 as long as you hit all of these different things to be able to progress there. The reason we're doing step-by-step, week-by-week is because we don't know what the next step is going to be for someone. But if you're focusing on how to make someone feel good, well, then it's a very hard thing to say if you do this and then this and then this, that's how you feel good because it's going to be different for every single person. Weight loss, yeah, yeah, it's it's simple. It's not easy, but weight loss is rather simple. Doesn't mean it's always going to be easy, but feeling good is both completely complicated and hard because it's not as easy as some boomers would have you think to just be like, well, just fucking smile more. Like, oh, cheers, Richard. Didn't think of that one, but, uh, yeah,
1: (laughs) that that Richard's a dick, man. (laughs) I hate Richard.
0: Uh, But yeah. So, yeah, it goes definitely beyond the scales, but it does take a natural progression of this is the first step for me in this journey of I want to see these scale results. I want to lose weight. I want to do these things. And then it's almost like fantastic. I can do that. I can hit these goals. I've, depending on what someone's mindset is, I can hit these goals. I can do these things. It's ticked off. Now what? Well, now I want to feel good. Now, the same thing as to what you said for your client was now I've lost weight. Now I just want to focus on getting strong now. Let's just do that. And now she's cooking more. and Now she's doing all of these things that are incorporating. What is a healthy lifestyle looking like for you? So that when you're obviously not coaching her anymore, it's just like, just keep doing what you're doing. Like, mm-hmm. that's why our biggest complaint on the program is like, it doesn't feel like I'm leaving a program. Where's the light at the end of the tunnel? It's like, there is no light at the end of the tunnel. You're the fucking light. Okay. You're (laughs) You're
1: immersed in the light. You can't see it because you're blinding yourself. (laughs) Well, I have a client actually who she's, um, I've been working with her for quite some time and she's, I, I feel like she's, she hasn't seen any of her progress unless I've pointed it out directly. She's like, she, she just feels like she's not doing that great. And then every time I'm like, but no, you're doing this now. She's like, oh yeah, I am. I didn't mm. think about that. And then in our last call, she was like, oh yeah, my skin's looking really good at the moment. She was like, I suddenly feel like I have a lot more energy. And I was like, really that's interesting she was like yeah i don't really know what it is but i'm like "Mm, okay (laughs) it's it's fascinating to see like the cogs turning and then they know what's coming then i'm like oh my god that's so good
0: (laughs) yeah yeah it's almost like okay and like you can see you can see all the cogs turning you can see them about to put it all together and you don't want to be like because of all of this it's like why do you think that is what's changed from like now from like six months ago (laughs) trying to put it all in place for them. It's, yeah, it's wild to watch that transformation. It feels like it happens when you're in it, particularly from a client's perspective, when you're in it, it feels like it takes fucking years, even though it's like six months, 12 months, whatever, it feels like it takes forever. But then for coaches and particularly when we get to the end of the program where it's like, Hey, this is like, two weeks from now, three weeks from now, whatever. That's going to be our our next. Oh my God. That's going to be our last coaching call. We finish up on this date. Like, oh my God. That went so quick. When you're in it, it feels like it's going forever. But when you look back, it's like, wow, that like we did all of that in six months. It's like, yeah, but people aren't going to focus on that. People are going to focus on the exact same thing as what everybody is like, particularly with like anxiety and or depression or the mental health. It's what are the negatives that I can take away from this so that I can focus on them so that I can stay safe forever and never do it again. And then it's like, yeah. yeah, there's going to be negatives in everything. But in this case, here's this positive and then this thing, and then this golden nugget. And it feels weird to be able to conditions not the right word, but it's the one I'm hundred percent going to use. It feels weird to condition someone to positively think or to look for the silver linings. To be like, ah, at least this, or at least you've done this. Remember when this, it feels weird to be able to do that. And then people start giving that back to you. Like, hey, here's this week, all the issues, but here's all the positive things that happened. And it's like, oh, (laughs)
1: awesome. (laughs) I think that's a a podcast within itself, talking about like how to switch your mindset, going from like a negative self-talk to positive self-talk, because that is a major thing that we, that, I personally see, and I'm sure you see with your coaching clients as well, but this is why if you're, if you're planning, if you're listening to this and you're planning to do it by yourself, start taking notes now and make sure to look back at them. Like allow yourself to be as honest as you can with your current situation, however shit you might feel now, and then just keep going, keep going, look back at your notes, look back at where you were, and then you'll be able to see those little winds starting to form. And they won't necessarily just be on the scale. They will be in other areas of your life as well. It's funny because whenever I've been on, I've been on many a healing journey for different reasons throughout my life. um, And I never really know, I I seem to forget how shit I felt before. (laughs) And then I suddenly realize, I'm like, oh, I don't have this issue anymore. Like for instance, when I started, um, when I had some heart issues and I, I was constantly having chest pains and heart palpitations, and then I was doing some sort of intervention to help with that. And then after like a month or two, I was like, oh, I haven't had any heart palpitations in a long time. I can't even remember the last time I had one. I don't have any heart pain either or chest pain wow when did that happen and you just you don't even notice like and then Mm. suddenly you look back and you're like oh and then you just yeah you don't when things start going well and you start living more optimally you forget how shit you felt sometimes and that's why it's good to have a reminder
0: (laughs) yeah it's the exact same thing with injuries like if I fix my wrist I'm like wake up one day and it's perfect and no issue and I'm like oh sweet that's cool and then the, I immediately forget what I'm doing to be able to keep that away. Wake up the next morning, I'm like, "Oh, it's broken again." <laughs> <laughs> <I> knew it.
1: <laughs> it just miraculously oh, yeah. hit one day.
0: <laughs> yeah, not nothing to do with the rehab or anything that I'm doing for it. It just I just woke up and felt better. But yeah. So, <laughs> what are some of the um, what are some of the things before we start wrapping up that's apart from scales, that people can focus on? in terms of getting away from using just the scales as a success metric what are some like okay super common ones that you would recommend
1: so i have written a list so i will list them off now i'll start with um focusing on physical appearance because i know that's important to people so wait on the scale track it why not if it's something that bothers you and you you feel like you get obsessed with it then maybe you can leave that aside but I would start with initial photos so these can be completely private you don't have to show anyone be completely confidential front on side on back if you want to um uh, measurements so for instance your waist your hip and your chest measurements in centimeters inches whatever you want to do just with a tape measure um you can do like body fat percentages and stuff like that but Personally, I just I feel like too many numbers just starts. I don't know. It just confuses yeah. people, and it's at the end of the day, it's just it's just another figure, another metric. What's more important is how you know you feel you're looking and stuff. Um, clothes size as well. Just keep a size. Um, keep a note of what clothes si- size you are at the moment and track that. Now, uh, stepping away from the physical things or the way that you look. I would monitor your mood and any potential mental health issues that you might have at the time, whether it be anxiety, depression, OCD, whatever it could be, um, and then just general mood as well. Energy levels, digestion, so when I say digestion, how many times a, a day are you going to the toilet? Quality of that as well, like, you know, whatever detail you want to do for that because that, that will be <laughs> – Sorry?
0: felt amazing
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly well it is a sign of health so although you might you know cringe at it it's super important to kind of keep track of yep. your poops yep. um super common thing that a lot
0: of people are talking about sorry to jump in there yes. a lot of people started no, to talk okay. about that, particularly doctors um yeah it's starting to become a super common thing so keep an eye on it sorry yes productivity yes
1: <laughs> i should just say stools shouldn't i just keep a track of your stools not your poops um anyway uh your productivity levels so energy levels but also productivity like how much are you doing in the day how much are you motivated to do in the day um motivation in the sense of like if you start off going to the gym and really not feeling like you want to go But then further down the line, you might start really looking forward to going to do your exercise. That is something to keep a track of because that's important. Um, Your sleep quantity, so how many hours a night you're actually asleep and quality as well. So are you waking up rested? Are you waking up sluggish? Are you waking up with a dry mouth? Like all of these things can be important as well. Um, You're also, I think I mentioned before, um, any pains that you're having. So joint pains, muscle pains. Internal pains, bloating, whatever it might be, chest pains, what whatever issues you might be um, getting at the moment, for um, mens- menstruation as well for women. So if you're regular, how many um, how many days it takes for you to get from one period to another. So what I do is I literally on the day that my period starts, that is my day 1. So day 1 and then I track day 2, day 3, day 4, day 5, etc. and then as soon as I start my period again, so for instance, I'll start on like day 28, then from 27 it goes to day 1 again and then see whether that swings differently throughout the time that you're on this journey. But I would say those are probably the main ones. I don't know if you have any ones to add that I've missed.
0: Not really. The main ones that I I keep things super simple. If I'm not looking at weight, for example, like just for myself, the big thing that I'm looking at is sleep. And that, that's about it. Um, from there, if I'm sleeping well, then usually my hunger cues are pretty solid. I essentially just go sleep in hunger cues and that's about it. Am I actually hungry? Is it mind hunger? Is it stomach hunger? That's pretty much the only thing that I look at in terms of something that I would want to change or do, because at the moment I'm in a maintenance phase. Um, if I can look better, fantastic. But for me, that is more injury and in how I feel in my body. So I suppose that's another thing that I look at as well, because I am, literally a mummy i feel like i am just permanently taped together with toilet paper not even duct tape just toilet paper so (laughs) so if my (laughs) speaking of poops um so (laughs) if i've got sore joints or my knee is sore or something is going on there's always like why is that happening what can i do about it and for me it's when i'm in a regular routine of doing all these movements and doing these things going to the gym essentially doing the routine of me taking care of my body, everything works out pretty well. So those are sort of like the big three that I suppose that I'm looking at, which is sleep, hunger, like hunger cues in terms of stomach, hunger, mind, hunger. The difference between that, do I actually need the food or am I completely tired and I need the food, whatever it is. And then the third thing is how do I feel in my body in terms of injuries and being able to essentially, something that was wild for me, was I put my seatbelt on in my car with one hand. How crazy does that sound? But I actually managed to reach across my body, grab the seatbelt and then put it in. I usually have to like put my hand up. And then for those that can't see, I have to put the other hand. So if you put your left hand over your right shoulder and then I take my right hand and push the left elbow forward to grab the seatbelt and then I go down and put it where it's meant to be in the seat seatbelt holder thingy clicky thing and it was just one random day after doing a bunch of shoulder stuff that I was just like all right cool here we go Doop doop bo clicked it in 10 minutes later driving oh my god I did it (laughs) (laughs) I was like sweet and then that was just a big thing I was like oh I love this feeling I'm gonna chase that for the rest of my life and I'm just consistently broken so I'm just constantly rehabbing which is always fun but yeah so those are the things that I look at
1: yeah, I mean, some of them crossed over. So I think we're we're both in like agreeing on them. I think mm. I coming from a coach's perspective, I'm going all in with as, you know, as a long list of things that you could look at. But yep. from like, if you don't want to be overwhelmed, then maybe just look at sleep, hunger cues and things like that.
0: Yeah, it's essentially a Goosebumps book. It's like a choose your own adventure. Here's the long laundry list of things that you can do. Pick as many as you can mentally tolerate.
1: Yeah. And also like, what's a priority for you? So if sleep is a priority for you, then that's something that you would Mm. write about. But also, I mean, I said sleep, but then I also said energy levels. So somewhat the same things. If you're discussing sleep, you're probably going to be talking about energy levels throughout your day as well. So Mm. yeah, they cross over.
0: Yeah. It's weird how, like you could go down the rabbit hole of how everything goes hand in hand and everything sings Kumbaya around a campfire, but you just, here's a laundry list of things pick a few things that you have the mental capacity to be able to focus on, do that. And then like, obviously things will start improving from there. And then if not, you obviously just take stock. What do I change? What do I do? All that fun stuff. But Mm. yeah, there are way, there are so many different ways to be able to dictate is this successful? Am I seeing results beyond the scales? So yeah. Is there anything else that you wanted to add before we, before we call it?
1: No, I think that's pretty much it. Um, no, I think we went over everything.
0: Nice. Right, here. Okay. Well, then, yeah, hopefully this episode was helpful for you. If there's, if you do have feedback, uh, one thing that I would recommend is go to our Instagram. Wow. Go to our Instagram. Why am I struggling so much with our? Our. <laughs> God, I have to do it in like an American accent. Jesus. Uh, go to our Instagram, link in bio, Uh, There is a link in there for the free Discord community. We are asking our community a shitload of questions in terms of what do you want to hear on the podcast. So if you're hearing this podcast and you're resonating with it and it feels awesome, it has more than likely come off the back of a question from someone in that Discord community. So if you want to get involved in that, it's free. There's no charges. There's no spam. There's no nothing. It's obviously just a whole bunch of people that are in a similar mindset to you that want to improve that. Some people are paying us. Some people are in there for free. Does not matter. If you want to be a part of that community and enjoy it, then you can get in there. And that is the link on our Instagram bio. Um, otherwise, if this was helpful, if this was useful in some sort of way, leave us a leave us a review. If it's anything less than five stars, I will hunt you down. No, if it's, if it's not five stars, don't worry about it. It's totally fine. Just pretend you didn't listen to the episode and give us feedback <laughs> so that we can make it five stars. So <laughs> just do that for us. Um, but yeah, leave us a review wherever you are listening from. Uh, Let us know what you think. Give us some feedback. We'll improve it. But until next time, I am Travis. She is Laura. Um, Did I just come up with a catchphrase with our sign-off thing? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I am Travis. That's Coach Laura over there. Make sure to smash that notification and subscription button. (laughs)
1: There we go. You can just pre-record that now. Just take that out and put it in every time.
0: Exactly. I can just do that. All right, we'll see you later. And then just put in this, like, new outtake thing where it's like like full guitars and drum solos and stuff <laughs> i'm gonna do that
1: <laughs> we should do a singing yeah. one maybe not we should
0: do a singing one <laughs> we should do <laughs> the lay <laughs> miserere of podcast <laughs> <self-coaching>. <laughs> no no one needs to oh, hear me sing actually <laughs> all righty well uh if anybody listening to this has any questions the discord community is there for you If it's confusing, you don't want to jump into it, then just DM us on Instagram, either at the Fitness Genie or at Laura MC Gould, all one word. Feel free to DM us, get involved in the conversation, let us know, leave some feedback because we actually do read the feedback and uh, put put it into action. But otherwise, yeah, that is the episode. Get in the Discord community, get amongst it, ask us some questions so that we can talk more shit because we love doing it. But until then, have the best time in the world and we'll see you in the next one.